I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, you're listening to 5-Minute Folklore with me, Bob Shoy. Today we'll be returning to Scandinavia to look at a Christmas-themed folklore figure, Nissa, as they are called in Norway and Denmark, um, and otherwise known as Tomta, as well as a few other names in other areas. They're small elves or gnomes that, in many tales, live in the barns and farms to help out through the year, wanting nothing more than some pudding when Christmas rolls around as payment. So here's today's festive 5-Minute Folklore. Long ago, a farmer put his farm up for sale. It was a very well-maintained farm with healthy animals, and he and his wife and children were very happy there, but they had decided to move on nonetheless. A young man named Lucas, who wanted to start a new life as a farmer with his wife, came to look at the farm and was very impressed. I'll take it. They agreed on the price and shook hands. On moving day, the farmer handed the keys over to the new owner. One thing though, like many farms, we have a Nissa living in our barn. He means no harm, and even helps out in his own way. Just make sure you feed him, alright? Lucas was perplexed, but went along with it. Of course, I won't forget. He responded with a smile. Lucas and his wife walked the grounds of their new home. Vanessa stayed hidden, but watched them from the barn. He heard Lucas talking. When he handed me the keys, he said, deadly serious, don't forget to feed Vanessa. (laughs) He must have been some old fool to believe in all that nonsense. And his wife smiled and responded, Well, these old farmers can be superstitious. You be careful you don't end up like that. They kissed. Vanessa furrowed his brow. Christmas was approaching, and the Nissa began to worry that he would not get his Christmas pudding, the thing he looked forward to most all year. He was determined for Lucas to realise he was there, but was far too anxious to come out into the open. So, whenever Lucas entered the barn, the Nissa would try and kick some hay about, or make a noise, but Lucas paid no mind. He heard him telling his wife, There must be rats or something in that old barn. I always hear something scurrying about in there. Christmas grew closer, 
and the Nyssa worried. With only a few days to go before Christmas, the Nyssa could take no more. He waited for Lucas to enter the barn, and then jumped onto his back. He hit him in the back of the head, and then moved about him, hitting him again and again, until Lucas fell over. The Nyssa then appeared in front of him. I am real! He shouted, and then ran away and hid. The Nyssa's heart was racing, but he was relieved. Now Lucas knew about him, he was sure to get his pudding. It was Christmas morning, and the Nyssa awoke, licking his lips. Today's the day, he said to himself, and he waited in anticipation. And waited. And waited. It was getting dark, and the Nyssa was worrying again. He drew all of his courage and left the barn. He snuck up to the farmhouse and peered into the window. Lucas was in there, and his wife, and other friends and family members. They were laughing and drinking and eating. Christmas pudding! The Nyssa moaned out loud. Lucas still did not believe he was there. He went back to the barn and no one brought any for him. The new year started, and Lucas and his wife were confident of themselves. They were looking forward to their fresh start as farmers. They struggled, and after a few months, things were not going well. They worked harder and harder, and despite their best efforts, the animals all looked unhealthy, and they were losing money. Dejected, his wife said, Maybe we just aren't cut out to be farmers. No, I won't have it. We are doing everything right. We're working ourselves to the bone. I'm going to pay someone a visit. So he tracked down the man who sold him the farm. He gave him one piece of advice. With a grin, he said, I already told you, Lucas. Make sure to take care of the Nyssa. By this time, Christmas was coming around again. Lucas felt like the biggest fool but he made up a huge bowl of the creamiest Christmas pudding and carried it out to the barn. Merry Christmas, he said. He placed the bowl on the floor and left the barn. The Nyssa had been hiding, and as soon as he was alone, he ran to the pudding. He was hugging the bowl. In the morning, Lucas collected the empty bowl. Hmm. In the next year, the farm prospered, and he and his wife were happy. Looks like we work out to be farmers after all, Lucas. Just takes a little hard work. Yeah, Lucas said uneasily. Just a little hard work. And he peered towards the barn. I hope you enjoyed the story. It was a really fun one to write and put together. Uh, There's a few more shorter Nissa stories later on. Actually got three more. But first, let's learn a little bit more about them.
Across Scandinavia, Nissa go by many different names. Nissa is the most commonly used across Denmark, Norway and Sweden, but Sweden will also use the name Tomta or Tomta Nissa, and in Finland they're known as Tomtu. They are usually portrayed as roughly three feet tall, or, as commonly quoted, no bigger than a horse's head. No one knows what they look like young, as they're always seen to look like elderly men with long white beards, and they wear clothes based on the traditional farming clothing of Norway, so usually grey or brown, or sometimes navy blue woolen clothes with boots, stockings, and a long red cap, though they are sometimes said to wear white clogs. They look similar to the way a garden gnome is typically depicted. They're helpers on farms and live in the barns, sometimes sleeping in the hay. They're extremely hard-working and strong for their size, and help out with tending the farm they live on. They will groom horses, carry hay, and generally maintain the farm, and are considered better at farm work than humans. But they will work quickly, as to not be seen, as they are extremely shy. Nissa love all animals, especially horses, and are even said to braid horses' tails and manes, but will become very angry if you undo them. The only payment Anissa wants for his hard work all year round is a bowl of pudding at Christmas. Traditionally, ricegrot or yulegrot, which is a thick, creamy rice pudding, which he likes topped with a generous dollop of butter. Or sometimes he'll be given romagrotta, which is a Norwegian porridge made from sour cream. He also enjoys a jug of beer and lefse, which is a traditional Norwegian flatbread. There is a story of a farm girl who was told to bring porridge to the Nissa, but is so hungry that she eats it herself. When the Nissa finds out, he's very angry and orders her to dance as a punishment. He makes her dance until she's almost dead, and in some tellings, she does die from exhaustion. There's another well-known story of a farm girl delivering pudding to a Nissa, and that's to do with him not getting butter on his pudding, uh, which you must do, because Nissa love butter. So, I'll tell that one now. One Christmas Eve, a farmer cooked up a special batch of rice pudding for the Nissa that lived in the barn. There was a girl who helped out on the farm, and the farmer told her, Take a bowl of this pudding out to the barn for the Nissa and wish him a Merry Christmas. She nodded. On the way out of the room, the farmer turned back and added, Oh, but make sure you add a generous portion of butter on top. To play a little trick on the Nissa, the girl put his portion of butter at the bottom of the bowl and laid the pudding on top. She took the bowl out to the barn and laid it on the floor. Christmas, Nissa, she said, and left. The Nissa walked over to his Christmas treat, and as soon as he noticed there was no butter on top, he ran from the barn in anger. He ran straight to the cowshed and killed the farmer's best cow. He returned to the barn and grudgingly ate the pudding that had been left for him. He soon came to the butter at the bottom of the bowl. he exclaimed. He worried and panicked a little, then had an idea. He snuck over to another farm nearby and found the best cow there. He stole the cow and led it back to the cowshed on his farm to the place where he had killed his farmer's cow earlier that night. He sighed and went off to bed. The next morning, the farmer awoke to find a dead cow in his shed. Oh dear. But... After counting them up, Hmm. there were none missing.
Originally, English versions of Hans Christian Andersen's stories mistranslated Nyssa to be goblins, uh, but that's not quite what they are. They have similarities to pixies, hobs and brownies from Scottish and English folklore, and also the German Heinzelmannschen and the Slavic Domovoy. The word Nyssa comes from the name Nils, which is the Scandinavian form of the English name Nicholas. It's also considered that it may be linked to the Old Norse word Nyosa, meaning dear little relative. Fios Nissen literally translates to barn elf, and Tomta to homestead man. The tradition of bringing pudding to the Nissa is over a thousand years old, but many people still do it today. In 2009, there was a survey carried out that suggested that nearly 10% of Norwegians still carry out the tradition. Some farms will even make up an extra bed and leave a place at the dinner table in case the Nissa wants to join them. Belief in Nissa was most prominent in the late 18th century and into the 19th century. They were a comforting, imaginary companion to farmers in the cold, lonely winters. Belief in guardian spirits is an old tradition in Scandinavia, and the Nissa himself loves tradition and does not like change. Many farms claim to have Anissa, and he's considered generally good-natured and a guardian or saint of the farm. But, if Anissa is not respected or cared for, he will leave your farm, or worse, sabotage it. Nissa hates laziness, and so finds dirty stables and outhouses offensive. He also hates swearing, and to see animals treated poorly. Nissa can curse livestock, and steal happiness. He can be mischievous, and move your belongings about, or break them. He's also been told to tie cows' tails together. He may even bite you. It is said that the bite of Anissa is poisonous and can drive you mad. Strange occurrences on farms are often blamed on Anissa. I have another story of Anissa helping out on a farm to tell you now. It's uh, another well-known one and is usually called The Nissa Who Stole Fodder. One cold winter, a farmer was worried for his animals. The snow was thick, and he had run out of hay. He sat in his barn with his head in his hands. <sighs> what will I do? He sighed. These animals need hay. The farmer thought he heard a voice offering help, and looked up to see who had spoken. But there was no one there. <sighs> Must be imagining things, he mumbled to himself. A few days later, strangely, his animals all seemed happy, despite the farmer still having no food for them. The weather was no better, but he decided he must get hay for the animals. He had to cross ice and snow to get to the nearest village. While he was on his way, he came across a small, old man. The little man asked where he was going. I need hay for my animals. The farmer was shivering. 
the man told him not to worry about it and go back home. So the farmer returned home, and the animals still seemed fine. The following night, he looked out of his window to see the small old man leading one of his cows across the frozen fields to a nearby farm. He saw him return a short time later, with hay piled up on the cow's back. Then it dawned on him. The voice in the barn, and the man he saw the previous day. The man had been stealing hay from his neighbour's farms to care for his animals. It was Anissa. Because the stories of the Nyssa have been around so long over many different countries, there are many different versions of their abilities or appearance. They used to be thought of as a fearsome creature, and some even thought of them as having connections to the devil. You would never see them clearly, but might hear a hiss in the barn, and see a hairy figure flash by out of the corner of your eye. Realistically, these tales were probably an imaginative sighting of a farm cat. Some very old Norwegian folklore describes them as only having four fingers, pointed ears, and reflective eyes similar to cats. Other old stories mention them only having one eye, and the ability to shapeshift. This isn't the only old belief in them having magical abilities, as some believe them to be so good at looking after farms, due to their power to control the forces of nature. There is a belief that they're a type of gnome that can take on the spirit of the deceased owner of a farm, so that he can make sure that it's being cared for properly after his death and that the first Nyssa may have originally stemmed from the soul of the very first farm owner. Another variation is that the red hat that Anissa wears is grey inside, and if he turns it inside out and puts it back on, he'll become invisible. for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Although they generally mean the same thing, there is a slight difference in the origins of the name for Nyssa and Tomta. As I said, Nyssa would traditionally live in barns and on farms, in, in stables, that sort of thing. But Tomta are commonly said to live within households, in pantries or sometimes attics, and will care for the home and the family in a similar way. They will help with cleaning and housework. A clean and orderly home is an indication that there is a Tomta living there. If you spill anything in the house... It's polite to shout out a warning to the tomta, so that he doesn't slip or fall in it. It's also typical to blame the tomta if something's knocked over. In 1999, the television show Christmas in Blue Mountain first aired. It then became popular for children to wear blue woolen hats instead of red ones, due to the blue Nissa which featured on the show. In 1881, famous Swedish writer Victor Rydberg wrote a poem titled Tomten. I'll just read the opening stanza as it is quite long. Deep in the grip of the midwinter cold, the stars glitter and sparkle. All are asleep on this lonely farm deep in the winter night. The pale white moon is a wanderer. Snow gleams white on pine and fir. Snow gleams white on the roofs. Only Tomton is awake. There's a story where a farmer gifts a set of white boots to the Nyssa on his farm. But once he has them on, the Nyssa refuses to leave the barn for fear of getting them dirty. It is possible that the Nyssa, or more specifically the Tomta, were part of the inspiration for the house elves from the Harry Potter series, like Dobby, who was also gifted with clothing. There's another Nyssa story involving clothing as a gift, and I'm going to tell that now. Long ago, on a farm... One of the dairymaids entered the barn and saw Anissa standing there, wearing ragged old clothes. She was a kind person and spoke to him. Hello, little Nissa. Would you like to help me tend to the cows? In return, I can get you some nice sweet treats. The Nissa smiled and nodded and helped her with the cows. This deal continued for a while. And one day, along with his usual treats... The maid handed the Nyssa some new clothes, which she had sewed herself. I made you these to thank you for all of your hard work. That evening, the maid heard a knock on the door. She opened it to see the Nyssa standing there in his fine new clothes. 
holding out a letter for her. She took the letter, and he strolled right into the house. It was a letter of resignation, declaring himself far too elegant Anissa now to live in a barn and tend to cows. A more modern version of the Nissa is the Yule Nissa. The Yule Nissa is a combination of the more traditional Nissa and Santa Claus. He does not live at the North Pole or in a barn, but usually in nearby forests, and has his sleigh pulled by Yule goats or Yulebok. He's the size of a regular man and will visit children's homes on Christmas Eve and ask, are there any good children here? And then often he'll ask the children to sing. This will typically be the Christmas song, Palavan Sitanissen which translates to, in the barn sits an elf. When the singing is done, Yulnissa will give out presents. This tradition started in the 1840s in Norway, but has spread across the rest of Scandinavia, where they have the Yultomta in Sweden, the Yulmand in Denmark, and the Yulapuki in Finland. There are some who think that Coca-Cola got some of their inspiration for the look of Santa Claus from the Nissa. If you visit Scandinavia during the Christmas period, you will see Nissa everywhere. So, as you've heard, Nyssa are a very popular figure all across Scandinavia, and during World War II, Nyssa even became a patriotic symbol for Norway. I'm going to start closing out the show. For all the ways to find me online, including Twitter, Facebook, etc., you can just go to 5minutefolklore.com and click the various links. You can also find ways to support the show on there through Patreon or DonorBox, or support for free by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. You can contact me directly at 5minutefolklore at gmail.com and I really love hearing from listeners. I also love podcasting and know how hard it can be to get a new podcast launched and noticed. So I wanted to start doing a new feature where I will mention other shows. If you have a podcast and would like me to mention it on 5-Minute Folklore, just let me know at 5minutefolklore at gmail.com and I will name drop it in the outro. I will also play a short trailer for it after the show. And for listeners, maybe you'll hear something that sounds interesting to you. So this week I wanted to mention the podcast, That's When You Get a Dog. Rene is a great host and it's a really well put together show, so stick around after the outro music to hear a bit more about that. Thanks to Adam Tissington, Lauren Britton, Rick Dove and Alice Bergfist for Voices This Week. Under the main story this week I played a mix of traditional Swedish songs recorded by Cube Guitarist from YouTube and Under the Nissa Who Stole Fodder Story was a piano rendition of a modern popular Norwegian Christmas song in Stjern Skinner Inat. Played by Jorund for his YouTube channel, Jorund Piano, which features beginner and intermediate piano tutorials. I'll link to all of these pages on my social media accounts. For the rest of the music on this episode, I owe a special thanks to Rod Cliveland from Norway, whose keyboard playing you've been listening to, playing various Scandinavian Christmas songs, including a jazzy rendition of the song Kling na Klocka, as well as this week's outro music, which he recorded especially for the show. The song Palava Sitanissen, which I mentioned earlier, 
was written in 1911 by Margaret Month and is still one of the most well-known Christmas songs today. It is about Anissa who does not want to share his porridge with some mice or rats who are trying to steal it. The opening verse translates to The Nissa in the barn has got his Christmas treat, so good and sweet, so good and sweet. He nods his head and smiles oh so happily, cause Christmas porridge he just loves to eat. And around him stand the rats and think he's sharing, and they're staring, and they're staring. They're also very fond of Christmas porridge, and they're dancing, dancing in a ring. So I'm going to play us out this week with an instrumental version of that. It's another one recorded by Roald, so thanks again. And thanks to you for listening. I'll be talking about Welsh folklore next week. Until then, Merry Christmas. about getting a dog or like me do you already have one the reason i ask life is hard and the myth that when you hit 30 you have everything figured out is just plain ridiculous and sometimes having a dog just makes things better that's when you get a dog is a series about women and the areas in our lives that matter each episode will be anchored in one key area and we will hear stories from real women not robots wait what does real women even mean There will even be some sprinklings of what men think. Although, who cares? LOLS! So join me, Renee, every other Tuesday for a brand new topic. Hit subscribe now. Bye! Oh, one last thing. This isn't a show about dogs. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.